Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ubuntu Security Podcast with me, your host, Alex Murray. So this week, we're looking at uh, the usual CVEs and fixes that have been addressed across the supported Ubuntu releases. We're going to have a bit of a discussion around the main inclusion review process and what the security team does there, in particular around the bubble wrap package that was in the news recently. And we're going to just have a general uh, mention, I guess, of the usual bits of what, what else is happening in the team. So let's get started. So this week, we've addressed 29 unique CVs in our general security fixes across the supported releases. The first one we're going to talk about is the update for the Intel microcode package. So uh, this was a microcode update that was done to address the level one terminal fault, uh, Spectre variant four and rogue system register read vulnerabilities. So all of these are variants, I guess, of the sort of speculative execution type vulnerabilities we've seen in the last uh, year or so. This package was actually released uh, about three or four weeks ago now, but uh, we've only been able to release it uh, recently in Ubuntu because there was an issue with the licensing. In this case, Intel added a new license to the Intel microcode package, which meant that we weren't actually allowed to potentially redistribute it and it disallowed benchmarking. And so this was going to be quite problematic. Uh, Ubuntu was not the only distribution that had a problem with this. Debian and others did too. Uh, so after, a, I guess, a bunch of back and forth with Intel, uh, the package was then re-released with uh, the original license that had always been for their microcode packages. And so this is now available. And yeah, you should definitely make sure you're obviously running the latest microcode if you've got an Intel processor. And in the show notes, I've got a bit of a discussion of some of those issues with the new license uh, from Bruce Perrins. The next thing we're going to talk about is a few CVEs fixed for the libgd package. It's a popular image manipulation and uh, creation library that's often used by, it is used by PHP and it's often used by many PHP web applications. And in this case, uh, there was an issue with uh, handling of signedness of integers, which could uh, allow an attacker to trigger an infinite loop in the uh, decoding of a specially crafted GIF or GIF image uh, and cause a denial of service. So that's one to update for as well. There was a double free in the JPEG decoder in that library too, which could allow a user to possibly execute arbitrary code as well. Uh, The next one we're looking at is just uh, a usual sort of CVE fix for the Poplar library, which is the PDF rendering library in Ubuntu, often used uh, via events and a few other um, uh, PDF readers. And this one's a denial of service due to out and out of bounds read while decoding a PDF, uh, insufficient bounds checking in this case. Uh, we've also had updates for uh, libx11, so the, the primary uh, library for inter- uh, interfacing as an X server or an X client. In this case, uh, we've bundled a bunch of fixes for some low priority CVEs that have been around for a while, as well as a bunch of new medium priority CVEs. And as a bit of a side note, that's often how we do things with the security team. Uh, We often get many vulnerabilities that are coming in every day and they can't all be addressed immediately. So they're prioritized in terms of priority order. And the low ones uh, are often things that can't easily be triggered or um, low impact sorts of uh, problems. And so they don't get fixed immediately. In this case, we often then bundle those fixes with later fixes that we do for medium or high priority uh, vulnerabilities. So in this case, that's what we've done here. Uh, These fixes address a bunch of things, uh, particularly from untrusted servers and image decoding. So if you've got an ex-client connecting to an untrusted ex-server, it could potentially cause the client to crash. And um, these are the usual sorts of things that we see in vulnerabilities, particularly in things that are written in C, stuff like uh, failure to validate inputs off by one, uh, issues, um, again, another 
handling of signed integers uh, an issue and um, dynamic memory in this case dynamic memory freeing where you could trigger uh, it to free on a uh, invalid pointer and cause a cause a crash uh, we've fixed that uh, across uh, trusty Xenio and bionic and we've also fixed it for the precise extended security maintenance release so if you're a customer of that you'll get those fixes as well uh, the last thing that we've got listed is uh, a bunch of corresponding uh, kernel fixes, uh, uh, sorry, kernel updates uh, that correspond to the Azure, GCP and uh, other OEM kernel releases that we do. And these address the same issues that uh, were mentioned in last week. And that's it for uh, security updates this week. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, some wider stuff that was in the community, which was um, around the main inclusion review process and the bubble wrap package. So one of the things that the security team is responsible for is doing security audits of packages which have been proposed to be included in the main section of the repository. Now, in Ubuntu, uh, packages are divided into different kind of categories. There's main, which is all the packages that are officially maintained and supported and recommended as part of the distribution. Uh, we have universe, which is community-supported packages. Uh, there's multiverse and there's restricted as well. And so when a package wants to be uh, promoted into main or when, when someone wants a package to be promoted into main, this part of the responsibilities of the security team is to do a security audit of that package and a review to determine essentially can we support it uh, in an ongoing sense and how much work is that likely to be or how much trouble is that likely to be or are there any existing issues or high priority vulnerabilities or anything like that that uh, need to be addressed first. And so to do this, uh, yeah, we take a look at the code, we take a look at uh, the, the source code itself to determine other issues. We look at the package itself, so the Debian packaging infrastructure around that package. Are there any issues there? Uh, we also do things like static analysis of the code, um, code reviews, manual auditing of the code to determine uh, are there any uh, latent security issues that haven't yet been picked up. And so as you can imagine, this can be quite a time-consuming process, particularly to be done well, so that we have a high confidence that we can support a package well and, and provide good updates and good fixes for it. Uh, recently, there was, uh, this was in the news. So uh, Hanno Boak, uh, he's an InfoSec journalist and a researcher, and uh, Tavis Ormandy from Google Project Zero both, both kind of raised this, uh, that Ubuntu was not shipping uh, the bubble wrap package in main and therefore we weren't enabling support for using the bubble wrap package uh, in things like the gnome desktop uh, thumbnailers now bubble wrap uh, if you're not familiar is a package for doing um, sandboxing essentially of binaries in this case it uses uh, namespaces user namespaces mount namespaces that kind of thing to uh, run a particular application in a uh, sandboxed environment so that it can't uh, potentially you know make other changes to your system and so for GNOME 3.26, a feature was added where the GNOME thumbnailers would um, spawn bubble wrap if it was available uh, to run the thumbnailer binary inside that bubble wrap sandbox. Now, in this case, the GNOME uh, desktop package is in main, but bubble wrap was not in main at this point. And so we couldn't easily enable this without bubble wrap itself being promoted into main. And so a main inclusion review was raised for that and was then assigned to the security team to do the usual security analysis of it. Unfortunately, um, due to different priorities, this package was not done in time, so the feature could not be enabled, and therefore Ubuntu did not have the 
uh, sandboxing feature enabled for the GNOME desktop thumbnailers. And as uh, Hanno and Tavis pointed out, you know, this was a, a deficiency that we had. And, and that's true. Uh, however, um, I guess in part thanks to them kind of raising the priority and it being uh, more visible, this is now being prioritised. The security team is also then looking, how can we strengthen that uh, further by using things like our existing AppArmor mandatory access control uh, framework to add additional hardening around that. And again, I've added some some links in the show notes to some different bits about that to read. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that because uh, it's been in the news and it's, I know it's something that uh, different people have been asking about. Okay, so uh, just looking at the wider community, uh, we are still hiring. We've got two open positions. We've got one for the uh, security manager for the team. So if you've got a background in uh, Linux security and in team management and project management, we would love to have you on board. Please check out the link in the show notes and apply. And the other position is for a Ubuntu security engineer. So if you've been, uh, if you're an InfoSec uh, fan and a Linux fan, and you've got a keen interest in uh, helping to improve the security of your favorite Linux distribution, Ubuntu, uh, please check out the, uh, the link in the show notes as well and apply. Okay, so uh, that's it for this week's show. As usual, if you want to get in contact with the team, you can reach us at security at ubuntu.com. You can also find us in the Ubuntu Hardened channel on Freenode IRC network. And you can also find us on Twitter, if that's your thing, at Ubuntu underscore sec. Okay, so uh, until next week, everyone, remember, uh, remain calm and enable automated upgrades. And I'll speak to you in another week. All right, thanks for listening. Bye.